Hello there, I'm Marilyn and welcome to Lead Your Day. Now every day this month, I'm showing off everyday women. Some I know really well and I've known for years and years and some I've met only through this podcast. Everyday women of all sorts all over the world. I have a purpose for this and it's my hope to bring insight, encouragement and inspiration at a very difficult time on the planet and most importantly, to help reimagine what everyday women leading their worlds looks like. Today, I'm showing off Viola Heller. Over to the show. Viola, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. I'm so excited to see you and be part of this wonderful initiative of yours. Thank you for having me. Thank you. It's becoming a bit of a movement. By now, we're halfway through March and I'll just take a moment here to just say what incredible feedback I am getting from the listeners, from the uh, the people I am interviewing and chatting with but also I need to let you know that we're in the charts all over the place we've been in the top 10 in Luxembourg in Romania we're in the top 100 in about six countries this week from this series so yes thank you to everyone who's been involved and thank you to the the listener and the um, and the viewer uh, because this is resonating and uh, Viola and I were chatting um, I'll give you a chance in a minute, Viola. Um, we, were chatting, <laughs> we were chatting before about how it's great to hear everyday women, people that you don't normally hear. And that's good. And I want to give everyday women a voice um, for this. And it's exciting. So Viola, mm. another accent. I'm so loving that this program is so global. Where are you from? Where are you in the world right now? And what is it that your expertise is? What is it that you do? Yes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm Swiss. I'm in Switzerland and I'm currently based in Zurich. Um, although I'd like to travel a lot more and live a digital nomad life, but I'm based in Zurich. Um, I'm a mentor for single ladies who'd like to find Mr. or Mrs. Wright and share their beautiful life with them. So I help them move into love. <laughs> and you didn't start in that area, did you? No, I started, I started with like life transformation and professional transformation because that's been my journey. Um, when I was 42, I just cut off everything I had, the awesome career with the consulting firm, my beautiful apartment in the best area of Surrey. Um, my relationship that I had back then and started on you like from zero <clears throat> excuse me and that was my expertise because I've experienced it and um, I've also um, have a master's in change management and leadership so that came naturally and mm. then with the pandemic there was this you know it was all over the place like it's so hard for families and yes I agree it's been really really challenging for families but for me it was like there's another group now stuck at home in home office who are probably lonely and these are the single ladies and chance of course but you know ladies and so I developed a program for them and just tried and tested on the market and it took off like crazy 
And I thought, oh, okay. So I finally discovered that, you know, I, I have um, attachment anxiety. And I've realized with that first program how big this topic is. And I was like, oh, I, I, can, I can give advice on that um, because I've been, you know, exploring this on myself for the last 20 years. So <clears throat> it kind of took a natural turn from like life transformation to really consulting and helping single ladies finding love. And, you know, it's the, the, the hardest part for us all is like, let ourselves be loved mm. and love just mm. unconditional love which mm. sounds so easy and kind of cheesy but it's like the core of everything and yeah that's how i ended up there <laughs> and i you're love so it. lit up as you're talking about i could tell you're really this is your calling this is your this is your thing this is on your heart you're obviously a, a, an influence for an inspiration <clears throat> for a lot of women now but who has influenced? Who has influenced and inspired you? It's been a because I've I've seen your questions before, um, and it took me a long time to figure this out. And first, it made me really sad actually. Who's influenced me? But I I I was thinking too big. I was th I was searching mm. for the big names. Mm. And I'm glad that's you I said that. Series, so, mm. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and I came up with like. Who's inspired me? It was like when I was 14 or even 13, I had like one of my first boyfriends and mm. his mother, he was just everything that my mother wasn't. You know, <laughs> she, was, she, was, she was a politician. Um, she was working outside the house, you know, like she left for work while my mom was a stay at home mom and do all the incredible work that women do at home. But these women was just so different. This woman was just so different. And um, she kind of took me under her wings and taught me about feminism and, and taught me how to play the guitar and gifted me her guitar. And she just, she was like for me the first woman where I really felt seen and appreciated mm. as a woman, you know, as a, as a girl, as a teenage mm. girl. Um, and it was so powerful. And... I've learned so much from her and mm. after her there were always women in everyday life that took me under their wings it's like when I moved to the states when I was 20 like the CEO secretary she was originally from Germany and she helped me like find an apartment buy a car get a social security number and she was always there for me when I felt totally lost which I did a lot in the beginning <laughs> Um, there's been this friend that pushed me through University of Applied Sciences when I started business admin because these were the worst years of my life and I wouldn't have done it with her and she wouldn't have done it without me. Um, former boss who turned into a friend who's given me opportunities to grow beyond my limits um, and she's throwing me into cold water and reassuring me that I can swim in a really tough male-dominated environment. And like today, my, my business buddies or, or women like you, you know, from whom I can learn so much, not, not only on business skills, et cetera, but mm. on the human side and on the, mm. on the female side. Um, so it's, it's these everyday women that, 
saw something in me that supported me, inspired me, motivated me. And that's been, yeah, that's been so tremendously helpful. And yeah, these are actually my role models. And then, of course, there's Michelle Obama and Dennis Duffy Thomas, etc. Yeah, all the big, big names. All the biggies. <laughs> <laughs> you come from a background of you know, corporate leadership development. How have you, as a woman, how have you seen that change and morph and evolve for the good or the bad over the years? Yeah. Um, when I started out in corporate, to me it was, and I literally said that to my girlfriend back then, I said, you know, you walk into this building, this big shiny building, um, and there's this, um, I don't even know, how do, how do you call that area where you put your coats? Oh, like a locker room? Like a, yeah. Like, like, mm. I said, you, you walk into the locker room, you hang your soul there, and you go to work. <gasps> And in the evening, you go back into the locker room and you grab your soul and you go back home. That's how I describe working there. <laughs> and um, and I, leadership felt exactly like that, like mm -hmm. professional, mm -hmm. like you leave everything that's human, you leave out. And I think especially for women, um, this is hard. And and uh, I've been I've been the inclusion and diversity leader there for this company or like for for corporates and and in that time i think a lot have changed in terms of everybody can show up the way he or she is and and i mean we've never achieved that we still haven't achieved that in that world um, but i think the awareness has grown tremendously the the topics that come up nowadays, the, the crisis we've seen all over the world with different topics, not, not just the, the recent crisis, um, have just shown that there's the, the, the male and the female energy is needed. And I say deliberately energy because I don't think it's, it's linked to gender mm. or like biological gender. Mm but it's embedded in all of us. And I think we slowly but surely move away that we think men, biological men and biological identified as women have to be a certain way. And I find it dangerous when we say, well, we have to bring female leadership to the table and expect this from women because it links to the biological gender again. And I think that's wrong. Mm. Because there's, I've, I've experienced so many men, except, especially in corporates, where they suffer under that, under that culture of having to be, you know, the, the, the typical male traits. Mm. So, so many of them are not. Mm. And so many of the women are not or are different. And I just mm. always thought like leadership has to go into the into that area where everybody can be themselves and i know how challenging that is because mm -hmm. it goes against our nervous system and how our brain works um, but we need to understand these things that we can bring a holistic leadership to the table that that includes female and male energy and traits and, mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter in the end if it's a biological woman or a man mm -hmm. but of course, we're far away from it, but the awareness is growing and growing, and this 
this gives me hope. Mm. Um, yeah, no, long story short. It's, um, and I think that's just as important as the gender equality issue. I think that, that this awareness and education of the style or how we embody that identity as a leader. Yes. I was chatting to a, um, a, a guy friend the other day who's in corporate and you know, he's been there, he's been in Europe and in Australia, he's seen it all. And we were talking about it and he's almost, almost didn't quite scoff, but he almost laughed at the thing that women in leadership, how often they will take on a role that is not them. You know, they'll take yes. on a mantra, they'll take on an essence. It's very masculine, very aggressive, very competitive. And... Yes, we have that stereotype that they do that, but we were going, why do they do that? And, you know, we were saying we we're going through a number of different things, you know, expectation, da, 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 da. And at the end of the day, I, I think we, um, we, I said something, it's because they're not comfortable in their skin. Yeah, yeah, totally. And what do you, what have you seen? What would you think of that? Uh, yeah, I've seen that totally. And, and I mean that the women on top, there were usually with more male traits than, than actually mm. their male counterparts. Um, and they've been, they've been taught that, you know, they've seen that if I want to be successful, I have to be a certain way. And this has been like a, a badge of honor. It's like I'm a certain way. Um, and I, I also see that changing slowly, but surely. And, um, and I see companies that, you know go go even away from that structure of a hierarchy to okay we need everybody to be a leader and that 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 exchange between people of what does leadership really mean and going away from the stereotypes and i and i know we're still not there there's still a lot of stereotypes of that a leader has typically more male traits um but i see it moving slowly away to the discussion okay what does leadership even mean away from a hierarchy role that you're a ceo or you're you know a middle management going away from all these concepts to everybody is a leader of their life i mean that's what i admire in your work so much is that you know bring your inner leader to the table and and you know lead your life lead yourself lead lead people and not in terms of I'm I'm in a leadership role but as from my behavior from my empathy etc I'm a leader and I I see companies moving slowly but surely in that direction and I I, I just think that's the right direction totally. mm. yeah it's encouraging I, I'm seeing more and more businesses yeah. Uh, changing dramatically to a more holistic model where it's not a hierarchy Absolutely. model. And when you think about it, it, it's it's probably inherited from the Lord Surf system. It's inherited from a military masculine Absolutely. model that worked when you needed that command, but it's not uh, necessary. And I'm seeing in working with business owner women and solopreneurs, I know we prefer a much more organic model rather than a military model in how that we do it. What kind of leadership do you think we are missing from women? I think I think a lot of women are still in that I either have to be male, like show all that, you know, like strategy-driven, professional, which I hate. Um, and then the other side, I see like, I see like, oh, I have to be male or 
no, I don't want that. I go deliberately fem- with female energies, like all heart-based, I manifest, I whatever, which drives me crazy because I just, I just know and believe totally in we need both. We need both. And I want to I wanna tell those that think they need to be male to say, hey, embed the other side as well. But also those, and I see that a lot in in my bubble of solopreneurs is like, oh, I follow my heart. Oh, no, I don't feel like it today, so I don't do it. And I think, hey, it's not working that way. So yeah. what I miss is, mm-hmm. is a balance, a balance yes. of both. And I see women that have the balance that are highly successful. Mm-hmm. And, and I admire that. And, um, and that's what I see in a lot of women, that it's, it's both. It's not mm-hmm. that or that. I agree. It's both. And it's mm-hmm. the same for men. It's a daily thing. Like I feel, I feel way more comfortable and more coherent and more balanced when I'm flowing in and out of those two energies throughout yes. the day. So I might start off in a feminine energy, a very reflective, uh, you know, I might journal, I might meditate, and then I'll move into a very masculine mode yeah. energy. Not yeah. male, masculine energy. Yes. Doer, achieve. Then after lunch, I might have a nap or a walk. And so we're moving in and out of those energies. Yes. But I don't necessarily conscious go, right, now I'm going to be feminine. Yeah. Now I'm going to do it. It's, it's honouring and listening to those cues, that inner self. Uh, and, okay. And, and listening to the body. I think the skill of being able to listen into that body, which I never used to do, something below here will tell us what energy should I operate in, in now. Yeah, but we've never learned that, you know. I, no. I mean, I'm on the other side of the globe, but I think we kind of learned the same things about these things in the end. Mm-hmm. We've never learned it. I mean, mm-hmm. I've, we've, we've learned that everything that's up here is the right thing and the rest mm-hmm. just forget. You don't need that. Mm-hmm. Which made sense um, in the former days, in a way. You know, yes. don't mm-hmm. feel too much. Just, you know, go. How do you find this sort of conversation informs or this thinking that you have and the background informs the work that you do with, you know, the love coach work that you do? Oh, it's the base of it. It's, it's, yeah, it's the backbone. It's the base of it. It's the, I work with, with embodiment. I work with the nervous system. I, and that's so funny that many clients um, tell me afterwards, like, oh my gosh, I've learned how to and read the signs ah, of my body yes. um but in the beginning they was like what what do you want mm-hmm. <laughs> when i asked them you know this feeling where in your body do you feel it what's what's the what's the texture of it what's the color of it they're like what <laughs> is this some woo-woo spiritual whatever it's like no that's just science um just forget somatic. it <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know absolutely. Um, so that's yeah, no, it's backbone. It's um, because I mean, I'm dealing with the deepest, deepest things of people love, you know, and, 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 and the walls we have around us and that we won't protect us from, from getting hurt, etc. I mean, this goes really deep. And when I can take it in a, in a language of, you know, talk about the body, etc. It makes it kind of easier because it's not, you know, it still goes deep, but it's not we dive right into old 
wounds, whatever. Um, so, so yeah, it gives me a good, gives me good instruments to work with really, really deep topics that yeah, might bring up things that hurt, but move people forward and move people into a field where they can trust themselves and, you know, let themselves be loved and love. And I know that is like the hardest thing on earth. I mean, I, I struggle with it and I still do. I still struggle with opening my heart when I've been hurt and go for it again and not just shut down and say, okay, I'm out of here. Thank you. Like I've done so many times in so many relationships. Um, but also like take that deliberate decision again and again and again to open that heart, let love in, let love out. Sounds so easy, so hard. I'm seeing a real theme and that is empathic leadership where we are embodying those desires, we're getting in touch with our souls and what inspires us from that very deep place and that produces empathic lovers, coaches, business people, entrepreneurs, artists, leaders, and that really excites me. And that's that's a little bit of a surprise that has come out of this series. Viola, thank you so much for your time and oh, your beautiful you. energy. I'd love to, sh to close this episode with the question I've asked everyone so far, and I have to ask you as well. What can I show off about you? Imagine it's, you know, the, the end of your life um, and you've, achieved what you want to do you've become what you want to be what would be the best result what would I show you show off about you I'd love you to show off one day about me is that and it's actually funny because I have a vision board right there where it says um, love is alive um, the women for the big feelings and I think it's that it's um, yeah opening your heart let yourself be loved and love love wholeheartedly even if you have to get up again and again and again, do it. Mm -hmm. Don't close down, just do it. And I'd love you to show me off one day for having had that impact. But of course, I'm showing you off right now. And yeah, you uh... do. And I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And I love that you do that series. It's just, I, we have a saying in German, um, I draw my hat. I don't know if you have oh, that as well. Yes, yeah. I, I tip my hat. <clears throat> yes. Okay. That's what we would say in English. So, so thank you.